thank you very much for having me. Don't thank me yet. You have the right to remain silent. Yeah, I just saw your tanker expired. Do you have a single fact to back that up? You know, this is the one where, um, I think you're funny. You understand me? I think you need to go get a dictionary. Casing came from. What a weird thing to say. There's one just sitting on the table over here. And there's usually an origin story behind each thing on the table, but. Yeah. I can't remember where that one came from. Well. I mean, I didn't use it on anybody that I remember. It's uh, also a really weird thing to say. I haven't admitted to anything. I didn't say you did. I wouldn't bring attention to it. Why don't you talk otherwise. to the obvious about the obvious thing in the room? The bullet casing? Your bald head. Oh, well, the barber kind of fucked up, so I had he to fix it. He was the barber. I was the second barber, the better barber. <laughs> okay. The one that knew exactly what they wanted to do. He asked me to come in and fix it for him. Seems healthy. <laughs> what seems healthy? To give it a reset. Oh, up yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like mowing the grass every week. Sometimes you just got to take it down. Down let, to the bare roots. <laughs> let, let everything breathe a little. I did everything minus plucking. The hairs out of my skull. Right. Yeah, we were getting there. We were getting but close. My, my razor wasn't really doing the trick once I really got into the thick of it up there. I actually had some thick spots up there that I didn't realize. Yeah. We got a couple thick, thick, thick areas. Yeah, but thanks for your help with that. Yeah, no problem. So got that done in no time. Second that obvious super thing razor you brought in. Uh, yeah, my four year old. I don't even know what you would want to call Damn. it. Look at me. I look like I belong in Top Gun 3. What are you wearing sunglasses for again? Was that a... Because it's too fucking bright in here. It hurts my eyes. <laughs> you vampire. We were going to watch a we vampire watch movie tonight. What a segue. For no reason yeah. other than... did Wait, did we have a reason? No, not really. I just kind of so. felt like it. I felt like a vampire movie. Yeah. What's your favorite... Uh, vampire movie? Well, I guess that's another question, but I was going to say, what's your favorite like creature movie? Like, is Ooh. it a werewolf movie, a Frankenstein movie? movie, a mummy movie? You, you know what, what? I know this sounds super odd, um, but when I think of a creature movie, obviously there's like many different terminologies and whatnot, like with a creature movie. Um, and it, it all kind of depends on what genre I guess you're talking about, but like any creature movie, I don't know, like horror is pretty specific on like what type of creatures you're getting. And it, I don't find it like interesting. The things that I find interesting are like otherworldly and not in the sense that it like has to be an alien, but it's just like a creature that you don't see in the daily life what in your daily life whether it's like you know from a book or wherever but like one like one movie that i always like i'm just kind of like oh man it's just fun it's like one of those fun movies just to visually see was pan's lamp labyrinth i just thought mm -hmm. that that movie was just fun fun to me just because it's so unique and like you're not seeing any of this type of stuff i've never seen it but i've seen 
scenes of it. Yeah. Um, I know I can see what you mean. Yeah. It's just like super interesting. And like the creature work in that just kind of like, um, just like top tier. Um, the actor who played uh, the, I don't remember. I think it's just called a fawn, like pan, like the weird horned guy. Um, Doug Jones, who does like a ton of creature work. Um, if there's a skinny creature on screen that needs like some type of humanoid acting, like he's probably the one who did it. Um, what was that like weird zombie-esque movie that um, they were like all out in a desert at like a gas station or something? Man, that's was it Resident Evil 3. No, it wasn't Resident Evil's. That's the only zombie movie in a desert I can think of at the moment. Anyway, I was trying to think of one where you like maybe have seen his face and not realized it's him. But anyway, a lot of his movies, it's like very heavy creature work stuff. Um, so stuff like that, I wouldn't say like there's a specific genre that does it better than the rest. Um, but like movies like Pan's Labyrinth or like... Um, um, well, I kind of want to stick to creature work and not just like go into CG. So there's a lot of stuff that gets like striked out of the list of like, wow, that was cool looking. Right. It's not like those uh, folklore type monsters with all the right. backstory already right. behind them. They're kind of like these original ideas out of the mind of somebody that's right. got a very interesting mind. Yeah. So those are like those the, are the like ones the that thing, I the Kurt Russell it. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's just can be anybody it assimilates with. Right. And in the process of transitioning from one form or shape or person or a creature or animal into right. another, it looks like this contorted blob of mess. And you see like the intermediary right. transformation process and it's fucking freaky and yeah messy and crazy and that was all like practical effects in that movie for the most part i guess there yeah some, like mean? stop motion there at the end but right but anyway um yeah there, there's interesting monsters or creatures in all kinds of movies that uh you really don't know what you're in for right with that creature because right. it's not adhering to any sort of specific rules that are already set like vampires with the sunlight and the crosses yeah. and the, you know, and that's all well and good. I Which, mean, shit, that's what we were yeah. going to watch tonight. Some kind of vampire. Well, movie. That's, that's actually probably why I like it more where it's like more of an original creature because you don't have like these presets that if they get broken, then it's like, ugh. Like, oh, this type of zombie does this. Because you have to explain, you have to get all those fucking rules across. Right. Like, if you're doing a vampire movie, we have to understand, like, okay. Right. What what kind, or do crosses work, or do they not work? Right. The sunlight thing, that usually applies to almost right. all of them. Well, it's it's just like that, um, whatever that movie I was watching the trailer for earlier, uh, I was saying, like, the, the, mo the mom has, like, a blood blood condition that I guess like suppresses her vampirism. Um, and she's going to see like a doctor in America cause he can fix her. And then during the flight, the flight gets hijacked and she can't take her medicine. 
and then she gets shot because she's trying to figure something out with her son or something and the hijackers shoot her and then she comes back as a vampire and like part of the scene um one of like the quick cuts to the scene was like her kind of in vampire form like crawling over the seats towards one of the uh hijackers and he's got like a st- a wooden stake in his hands like where did you get the a wooden stake on an airplane oh the and vampire why, slayer kit yeah. they keep an emergency right next to the nine millimeter know. in the riot shield i just like it when it's a little bit more exploratory and it's not so like just locked down um and obviously like new creatures can do that i will tell you one movie that I was just like, man, this is so fun to watch, um, which I, I don't remember the movie title now. But Will Smith's in it. It's on Netflix, but he's like a cop and he's paired up with an orc. King and Arthur. No, King Arthur. What are you talking about? Or wait, no. What's the name of that movie? It's like just Bright's, Bright uh, something. <laughs> what the fuck? Little Richard. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Will Smith just came out with a movie. It's called like it's like some fucking title and then a name. Not King Arthur, not Little Richard. Are you talking about the new P- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air show? No. Fuck. <laughs> what Little the fuck is Richard. the name of that Will Smith movie that just came out? God damn it. Or maybe this it's is just driving bright. me crazy. Oh yeah, it's just called Bright. That's what I was thinking about. Can we IMDb Will Smith? Yes, yes, yes. If it wasn't King Arthur, Okay, it's like a oh, what? Oh, this is driving me crazy. Oh, uh, he just came out with something that I heard was a good movie. Bear with us, folks. Yeah, let the now. Matt's, I am Matt's legend go on a rampage. Here. I am legend had uh, creatures in it. Yeah, which were well, I wouldn't say creatures. What, what were they exactly? They were they zombie were thingies. That could, uh, they didn't like daylight. Right. They had really big mouths. Right. They couldn't get through Will Smith's barricade. He stayed in the bathtub for some reason. That's where he slept. I'm not sure why he didn't sleep. It was like noise or something, I think. Um, where do you see his, uh, if we go down to his, uh, filmography, The Karate Kid 2. What? There's a new there's a Karate Kid 2, a new movie coming out. Yeah, because they already producing. did the Karate Kid. There's another fucking Jaden Smith Karate Kid. Probably if his, gonna tie if his dad into, has something to do with it, yeah. Is this gonna tie into uh Cobra Kai? What now what are you what are you talking about here? Okay, wait, what's the top one? Hand there's a Hancock too. Well, they're coming, yes. Okay, I guess it's down a little bit further. I would have expected it to be King Richard, right? King here. Richard. You already said that. I, I said King oh. Arthur. And it wasn't okay. little it's, fucking it, it's Serena uh, Williams and um Venus Williams, the tennis players. Okay. It's the story about their dad, I guess. Uh, anyway, what were you saying originally about something completely different? And that I and then I brought up that well, you brought up little um, Richard. King, King Richard, Richard. you brought up um, I am let I am let you, right you know you were talking about something else and then I completely like just yeah who knows turned the car towards anyway King Richard we are talking. I'm never gonna watch that movie now <laughs> we are tonight obviously by the title 
talking about a little movie called Upgrade. One of the finest movies and of 2018, if you have not seen it. I will tell you that I was pleasantly surprised. We watched the trailer um, just to get a feel for it, and Matt had previously watched it. Um, but right after the trailer's over, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is what I want to watch. Um, I knew after I had seen it, I was like, I wish you were here. Yeah. Because I knew you would like it. Well, go go ahead and kind of explain the deal. Well, what's really cool is it sort of takes place in its own invented original world. It's like yeah. it takes place a little bit in the future, but not right. too far. Yeah. And so they're introducing some cool ideas and elements into this world that's like interesting to be explored. I, I will tell you there, one one thing that I was unbelievably happy with is that they didn't overshow like their hand. Yeah. Um, they had, I would say a borderline genius way of giving you like, it is the future feelings without like just throwing you into, Oh, now we have to build like a giant CG world to convince yeah. people it was like the future in yeah. a real subtle and believable yeah. way. Yeah. There was not one time. I was like, eh, I didn't feel that. Or, ooh, that kind of took me out of it. Like, the opening scene is like this super generic cityscape, but like kind of, I mean, scattered everywhere, but like in the middle, you have like a handful of like main, very futuristic um, type buildings. Where all but the it, money went. Right. But it wasn't like, ooh, every building has like a future look. No, it was like, a very realistic version of 50, a hundred years from now. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yes, we're technology is going to go crazy. And that's kind of what this movie is about, but like, it's not going to not look like what we know now. The world felt very you know? gritty and lived in. Yeah. And the gritty and grimy parts of it felt very real. And then normally when you think of futuristic movies, you might think of like very clean and polished. Right. And the rich areas were sort of that just like in real life, but, right. but a chance to show off all of the more futuristic elements of that. Right. And then when you were in kind of the slums, right. The futuristic stuff that you saw was either a police drone overlooking yeah. the shitty ass streets or someone that had like a crudely surgical implanted gun in their arm. I don't know if I'd say crude, but well, you know, it looked cool. all fucking uh it it wasn't all like um fancy ass uh yeah. CGI yeah, yeah, yeah. sci-fi very with practical like glowing fucking metallic yeah. shininess and and blue beams coming out. It was just right. very like surgically fucking oh yeah implanted in, in someone's arm yeah. like it was yep. a car part or something. Well, it was very um very mechanical. Yeah, and, uh, it was very realistic in that way. It didn't feel like a bullet. It's like a ballistics yeah. weapon built into their arm yeah. in, a, in a cool, but everything. I think way. almost everything to a certain extent was like practical as it could be. Um, it was just good. I mean, yeah, it just felt correct. It didn't. It didn't like take you so far out of like reality that it just like started not to make sense because that's what a lot i mean i mean a lot of things nowadays do that where they create this world that 
like obviously is a future version of our world that we live now, but it's like so far removed from today. And this was not that at all. Yeah. This like held its like footing and held its own very, very well. Um, bridging the gap between, you know, um, just a, a movie that takes place like so far in the future that you just don't like, you can't like latch onto it. I mean, you know, the rich had like, I guess what I would call like my version of like a super Tesla where like everything was automated. I mean, you could choose to drive the car, but everything was automated and cool, but like they still had gas vehicles and it, you know, there were like, even in that chase scene, there were gas vehicles on the road. It wasn't all those, you know, autonomous yeah. th- uh, vehicles. They just kept, kept everything like grounded in a way. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So in terms of the, uh, the world that the movie takes place in it, like we were talking about, like it was done in just the right way where it's, it's the backdrop to where the story takes place. It doesn't, right. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. Things just kind of pass by or they're, you know, you get the fucking point. But the movie, so this dude uh, has himself an incident that leaves him a quadriplegic. And his wife, um, you know, even less than that. Um, What's even less than a quadriplegic? (laughs) Not very alive. Okay. So she's dead. So from, yeah, I mean, it happens early, so it's not really yeah. a spoiler and it's in the trailer right. and it's, it's probably in the, like the fucking description too. So after this dude, uh, gets beat up by some gang members and his wife killed, he gets, it's kind of like that million dollar man thing gets the chip put in him, which allows him to gain function of his body back. But right. more so is that the chip speaks to him at least has a way of transmitting it as voice in his head uh and helps him find the people that killed his wife and put him in the quadriplegic chair and that's just like the surface level description and and all you would need to know but it goes deeper than that it allows him to move his body right again and without getting spoilery the ending without giving anything away, or at least I'm going to try not to it's done in such a way where it tries to throw a twist in there. Right. And when it first threw it at me, I was kind oh of like, gosh. I, I was like, um, but then the way I it actually, ended, I actually liked it. So, so without spoiling it, you're saying if it would have continued with that twist, you wouldn't have liked it. No, no, the, the twist was fine. I just were wondering, like, okay, how are we going to cap this all off? Right. Because to complement that twist. That twist. And I was fine with the how it all ultimately wrapped right. up. I was actually thought it was a really great ending. That the twist for me, the ending was awesome. I would have been just as satisfied with the twist, probably, even without explanation. Part of me would be a little bit angry because it would be like there's no resolution. And the other part of me would be like almost okay with it because of how weird it would have ended that way. It just would have been such a left, like curveball left field moment. And you're just like, Oh, what? 
what? you know, and especially if there's no yeah. no uh, explanation, I would have been that would have been like a Shamalamalon ending where it was like, whoa, I did not see that coming yeah. at all. And that's I think that's the only way one of those type of endings is good when you cannot see it at all. Like I wouldn't have marked that down for end the right. this is how the movie ends. Yeah. Um but it, it doesn't it end that way. Yeah. yeah, like the twist it's it's good because yeah, you didn't see it coming. Yeah. Exactly. Um at least you didn't, I didn't. I had seen the fucking movie and I actually forgot that <laughs> twist. Um but oh, that God. that's not to say it wasn't a good twist, but right. when they initially pulled it I was like, okay, we're kind of hanging in thin air here. How's this gonna, right? Really wrap up to have a fucking point or 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 an overarching theme of anything? Yeah. And the the last like minute of the movie, um, I want to talk about it, but like I really oh, fucking it's 2008. It's not like we've held back on anything else. Eight well, or 2018. But, sorry. Uh, Just talk about it. Okay. So, I don't think you're gonna spoil anything for. The, the AI was appearing to help him find his wife's murderers, but the AI, what its real like self-aware objective was, was to get control of the perfect human body. And so it, it pulled all these strings to get itself created and implemented into this guy that had no prior augmentation or surgical implants of any futuristic shit. Yeah. He was just completely 100% like pure, pure man. Yeah. Whatever the, and it wanted to live inside of his body. Um, and when it ultimately, when everything wrapped up without like going through beat by beat of the fucking story, just speaking for the ending, it does get in, it has his body and it has control of his body where it doesn't even need his permission anymore in order to do anything. Right. And at that point, um, after the gray, the main character is his fucking name, gray. Yeah. Uh, in an attempt to uh, keep it from killing the detective and going on more of a killing spree, he still has some bit of control over it. Right. And uses that last little bit of control he has as a human being to shoot himself. But then from what I gathered, in his state of death, the AI did have control of his body still, but allowed his consciousness to be where he wanted to be. I don't know if it, and then in his just, state of death, not meaning like actually died. Did, did it like lock him in? An, in no. So the theory behind the theory behind like what happened was is like at the moment, a human mind cannot. Um. I don't know how you would like articulate this. The the point at which a human mind cannot like deal with a situation, it's like it's like when you call somebody broken, like you you that like moment broke you. It's like when the mind cannot keep up. You keep, I you know I'm butchering how to explain this, but um. So <clears throat> the the idea behind like that whole couple like leading up scenes is so the ai is taking over his brain um or his body which includes like brain function and before the code was put into stem um 
when he was trying to get off the grid or whatever. Um, so the code, I guess, that he had written was it took authorization from the user or the human to do things or function whichever way he, you know, the human wanted him to function, um, you know, with kind of prodding from him. But when that new code was uploaded, it removed that authorization and then just allowed stem to control what he wanted whenever. So at that moment, when he's trying to fight stem, stem is trying to move his arm like to the cop to shoot her. He is trying to move his arm away. And like, the idea is the human mind can't compute that because it's not, we're not made to compute something that complex ish. Um, so his mind broke and couldn't handle it. And at that point, like that's when someone like goes into an asylum or something. So the idea is then because his mind broke stem could then basically input a scenario or a world kind of just like the VR, which is like a foreshadowing, which was good. Um, but so he basically was in like a self VR world that he, you know, his consciousness is, I guess is going to live in while stem runs around and. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. Body. Cause it's yeah. like, it's like a favor to the host. Super. Thank you for letting yeah, me use your super, body. super unique. I'll let you spend the rest of your eternal consciousness yeah. with your wife. And that's what we thought the for the, the ending was. Yeah. But that's what I got, but it me. didn't explain anything of it. You know, that's just fine from like, it until the, until the end. And it was just like, Oh, he's in a better place. And it, much it was like said. bittersweet, but I would call it like, like dark bittersweet, yeah. like dark chocolate. Yeah, it was dark bittersweet was the ending of <laughs> like this dark movie. Chocolate. So, um, which you, you know. mean normal chocolate? So I, but a good ending. Yeah, you know, it was good. Happy endings are usually fantasy land endings, imaginary endings, not yeah. the way things would really work out. And not you know really that can work out. Yeah. That can work fine if it's done right and believable. But some movies, it's just forced. Yeah. And this was um, the only thing I, I think I'll say, it's not a negative. The only thing I, I think is kind of like, like if I overanalyze the movie, there's a lot of underlying like old um, ideas in the movie, just like, you know, AI taking over the world. And, you know, there's just like a lot of like typical things that are in movies that are in this, I feel. Um, but the way they, once again, the way they executed it was just like different level type stuff. Um, right. It felt like free. You know what I mean? Just the yeah. movie was allowed to do what it wanted to do, and it, it was perfect yeah. for that. It had a good, engaging story Yeah, that you could follow. It wasn't convoluted. It didn't try to be something any smarter than what it was. Right. It was just a straightforward, like, plot right but well done well written um investive like you really felt for the guy they did a really good job at making the dude sympathetic yeah because and and, the, and he's a good actor too i think he did a really good job yeah he so he, he gets put in the chair um sees his wife die and he looked like he had the life 
Yeah. He had a nice fucking house. He w- had a really cool car. He liked building and working on cars, working right. with his hands. His wife, it looked like they fucking got along and were happy and had this like perfect marriage. Right. Ha- big fucking house, which yeah, I think the, I said already. The movie did a really good job at solidifying this dude the fact just like that, had it yeah. figured out. Like yeah. happy life, no worries. And then this shit happens to yeah. him. And then when he was just like, when it just hit him, he had kind of this stone face right for you know the next few scenes after all of this happened and he's in this chair now and his wife's dead and everything's shitty now and then like when it hit him and his mom hugged him i was like oh that's really fucking sad oh yeah that that was a the way they did that was like i because i literally thought to myself that's exactly how it would be yeah because you don't like you would process like this whole event in waves and it would just be devastating when it like hits you and then he's there just getting his beard trimmed because he can't do it himself and he just starts crying and i was like oh that's exactly how it would be yeah because you're in this like vulnerable situation to begin with and then like an even vulnerable more vulnerable one where like now you need your mom to come back and cut your beard and it's like oh yeah of course that's when it would hit him right um he had but built yeah, himself up yeah. into such the man's man. Oh, you yeah. He just has to get pampered the rest of his life. Right. He looked like a dude that liked getting out and working out and everything. And now right. he just like can't even fucking move. He can't do anything. So, yeah. Even if you were like a 500 pound person that did nothing but lay on the couch all day anyway. And then and then you ended up a quadriplegic and someone right. came up to you and was like, hey, I have a chip that can make you move your arms and legs again. Even the person that doesn't use them would still want the chip right so you can completely get on board with the guy getting the chip i mean why not fucking you can walk again and do everything again (laughs) i said during the during the movie i was like if there was a chip like that that could just let let me listen to music without putting headphones on i'd do it yeah let alone uh curing things yeah you know well they got the little Phones then were just earpieces. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. So that was an interesting take on what phones are going to be one day. Yeah. But so this chip, the interesting thing about this movie is there's a whole nother character within the chip that's in Gray, which right. so feels weird to like say his name because it's such a strange name. Yeah, it's a new I don't name. mind it. It's a, new, it's a new name. Yeah. That would be, you know. Uh, we just thought he was saying Greg. Yeah. Or something at first. That's why I was like, is this a gray or Greg? Yeah. So the chip actually talks to Gray. Right. And at first it like just freaks him out. Like just wants it to shut up. Right. But when he finds out that the chip can help him solve his wife's murder. Right. The whole situation basically. Yeah. Well, that just gets the ball rolling. Right. And one of the coolest aspects of this movie is when there's some ass kicking going on. Oh yeah. It's not overdone. Action nope. scenes are short and spread out. And exactly how you want to film action yeah, but scenes. But they're clear damn good. And understandable. And they only involve maybe two people, three yeah. people. And it's it was never too much. It's so much better to get a scene like that. Yeah. Then just some dude running through a warehouse, just pew, pew, pew in everywhere. And guys in leather, black leather jackets, just for just over like rails. smacking people once and then they die somehow. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of shaky cam bullshit, which this was a, as far from a 
shaky cam bullshit movie as you could get. Yeah. Like every shot was, was so like precisioned yeah. and orchestrated, framed up, figured out, thought out. Yeah, hundred percent tender love out. and care put in. It's and that's what I love with most of these like Blumhouse movies. They're like yeah. all passion projects. Yeah, and they're funded to be just that yeah. without interference from anybody else. That's why they turn Blum out good. House. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever I see that it's a Blumhouse movie, I'm like, okay, well, there's a good chance that this might be worth watching. Right. Um, but I knew you would appreciate the uh, camera work with uh, the AI. Yeah, it was so well done. There, yeah, there were moments so that well were done. meant to feel robotic when you're watching Gray move around or whatever. Yeah. And in the action scenes, the way the camera would tilt a lot, like if he would lean back and... It, the camera would if it was him. basically like full yeah automated stem movements the camera would pick a precision point like, and move yeah, with the precision would, point uh how would you say that like enhance that feeling just in the camera work which is once again always like the best when you can get the camera involved as like that third actor basic or you know whatever you want to call it, like fourth actor. It's just like when you can nail shots like that. Um, when he first got up out of his chair, that was the first time I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And that's when you're like, I knew you would like that. But, <laughs> but it's like, it's just like I told Matt, it's a simple uh, tracking technique made famous ish by Apple uh, in their AirPod commercials where the screen basically, the it's it's being tracked in a single location and and then the tracking keeps the frame like on the object centered so like he stands up and like the whole camera movement is different than the shot before and it's very it's like forced roboticness like the feeling of him being a robot um the only thing i didn't love about that uh not the camera work um the actor did a really good job at kind of like doing that robotic movement. But then towards the end, it just felt like a little janky just because the more he got to like losing control, the more he was just like, you know, just like awkward. Um, like his, his own body movements trying to compete with the. No, like, like even at the very end, like the last scene, he's like walking out and he's like, Oh, like very, oh. very robotic. Um, that was just a little goofy. I don't really have an issue with it. It just felt goofy sometimes. I was actually about to bring it up. Like, I actually thought that was really cool. Like, when his arms were, like, actually almost doing, like, the fucking, like, yeah. robot stuff. As he was, uh, what the hell was he doing as he stood up? Just knocking the glass off his arm? I don't know. Probably. But he was just like, yeah. I don't know. I actually really, really dug it, like. The way I interpreted it. I thought it, it was a little goofy, but it's okay. Well, when it was like uh, STEM, that the name of the chip, mm -hmm. was, was in full control of him at that point, and it had put Gray away in the happiness of his own fucking mind somewhere, and yeah. then STEM was in complete control of his body. Yeah, now that STEM had full control, the way he like moved that body yeah. was so weird. Yeah, I appreciate the difference in character, because obviously the guy who the act, the actual actor, like when he's playing gray versus stem, it's very different. Um, so I do appreciate it. It just, there was like some moments where I just thought it was a little goofy. It just looked funny because it was so obvious. Um, 
like I said, I don't really have an issue with it. It was just kind of goofy in some spots. Um, yeah, well, I get it. But uh, I get it. But um, yeah, I think ev- everything was really well done. If, I, I want to play a, a, a guessing game. Um, what do you think is the one actor I had the most or the one character I had the most issue with? The mustache villain. N- no, actually. Uh, let me have another guess. There's only like f- four main people in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> or five main people. I like movies like this that aren't oversaturated yeah. with characters. The pe- like people, there's like, I don't know, six, seven, eight, like actors that actually yeah. have something to fucking do and safe woven throughout the movie, but right. at the right times and in the right places and right. no more, no less. Right. Uh, the detective. Yeah. Yeah, and this is uh, this is just kind of me nitpicking. I think, and maybe they designed it this way. Her her character felt so freaking straightforward. Like I am a detective at all times, no matter what is happening. I am a detective. It's just it was like, and maybe that's what the movie needed to like push itself forward sometimes. And like, I really don't have a problem with her character. It was just like, if there was one character I felt was like a little much, uh, it was that she was the least interesting. She was just kind of like this urgency pawn. Yeah. It was just there to super straightforward. And it was more stressful and hasty. Yeah. Gotta hurry up. The detectives are going to get, yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't think anything was like lacking. I don't think anything was really lacking in the movie. That was just kind of my nitpicky thing. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, she wasn't good or bad. She was serviceable. Yeah. Um, That's like she was a straightforward character, like yeah. they needed her to be. Right. Like if I was reading bio cards right. of upgrade, I, if I got to her card, I'd probably just be like, yeah, blah, 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 and throw it aside. And then I'd be yeah. like, where's Mustache Man's card? Yeah, yeah. And I'd like read that photo. What did you think of him? A little cartoony. Yeah. But I enjoyed him. That's what I felt like that for me. That's what I felt with the detective. It was just like so on the nose that it was like goofy. Yeah. But it's not that she was a bad act actor or anything. It was just that like the writing was so on the nose of like what a perfect detective would be. Right. Like, uh, I don't even know how to describe like the first time I felt it, it was like, when she was looking at that drone footage of like the first time he killed somebody or the whatever time it was. And she like spots drone footage of him on his like chair going down. And she like without hesitation, like puts his name into the system and the system analyzes his profile and then spits it back to her that he's like an invalid subject of interest because of his past. Or like Good what the computer work. knows, and it was just kind of like, eh, come on. The computer basically just told her, uh, "Hey, lady, he can't walk or move his arms, right? right. So yeah, he probably didn't he commit say, the murder." Yeah. But from that point on, then it like her character was so direct in like finding something out. But once the, I think the reason I didn't love it that much is because the moment she thought he was like a suspect that's the only thing she did was like trying to prove that he was a suspect. And I guess that's good detective work. 
like I said, I'm, I'm probably being a little too picky about it, but yeah, she... um, there was like no other like no, there was like nothing. It was just like, ooh, he was kind of at the scene of that crime. So all my effort is to now turning this all that I know of a victim <laughs> into a full fledged suspect. Yeah. And that's what it felt yeah. a little odd to it's me. It's basically like get your fucking police work straight, right. lady. You're chasing a guy in a wheelchair right. that that's wife was killed. If he's going after the fuckers that did it, let him right. do it. Well, my thing too was go after some, some other criminal at that point. She had never had a reason to think he was lying about it. And like her first interaction with him is basically her asking if he's lying about being a paraplegic. And it's like, okay, slow your roll. That's way too direct for me. It just, that's the stuff that didn't make sense. Yeah. I I wasn't really rallying on gray at the end when he was trying not to shoot her (laughs) and then instead shoots himself. So he doesn't shoot her. I mean, I don't think he actually shot himself. Well, whether he did or didn't, um, or maybe that is the shtick. I don't, I don't really get that part, but I don't know. I just, in any case, maybe yeah. maybe better left unsaid for uh, since we've already spoiled the movie enough. We won't explore what actually. Four years happened. ago, there was a movie, and we're still trying not to spoil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you're still gonna fucking enjoy it, whether you right. know the ending or not. So if you're one of those people that heard spoiler talk and then you shut off the podcast and ran away well we're sorry you know we're not well i don't really give a fuck but you should see the movie but i guess if you've left it's too late to hear that part so the mustache guy (laughs) i was gonna make some kind of i I wanted to talk about him a little bit more like for a movie that was oh you said it was cartoony that was doing such a good job at staying grounded and realistic Even, even though he really, I, I mean, I'm sure there's people that behave like him, but I, I, you know, my opinion on him, he was the guy that we didn't get enough backstory of to make sense of himself. Yeah. Just, because it was just like, he's like this mustache twirling yeah. villain. Yeah. Well, because you got like little tidbits of it. It was, Oh, these guys are ex-military. Oh, these guys have weird modification. Oh, this guy can spit nano bites out of his face and destroy someone's yeah. brain. And the whole time he's like, like yeah. he just felt like, um, frick, what's that? Insane. Yeah, I, what's that? I don't, there is a cartoon character that I thought of. This, this wasn't awesome. like a really so much an understandable villain, right? You couldn't really get, but other than he was doing a job for he's got a job to do but he was really good at chewing up the scenery like he was an amusing villain there's way more boring villains than this guy yeah um and he wasn't even in the movie that much but when he was he was fuck he was so creepy he was fun though i think he was fun he was creepy he was cartoony he always had this shit-eating grin on his face because he always felt like he was on top of the situation right with he his was the alpha at all times. Yeah, a, l- a little man that knew he was the alpha because he had his arm gun. Yeah, he had his arm gun. And yeah. um, did he have any other augmentations? Yeah, I remember the. Oh, the, yeah, the nano, yeah, that little um, ditty. He can breathe fucking nanobites or yeah. whatever. What are, what are they called? Nano. These little little fucking robots. Yeah. That Something. fly through the air. Yeah, 
and basically it, like swim through the mini, air like mini little, knife like the guy's brain to mush and go into your fucking nose and mouth and cut you all up yeah give you a painful. painful death and then he's got like augmented eyes to some extent oh yeah but um, i don't oh he he's also got that needle that needle finger yeah where he was able to replay someone yeah. else's vision that they saw if they also had yeah. The same kind of eyes. He seemed he seemed to be the top dog in the augmentation game. Yeah. Um, but this was he, like he was a little goofy. This movie was kind of like uh, felt like it was set in the uh, Deus Ex universe. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like a side story. Yep. And I kind of I remember imagining it as that when I first yeah. saw. I was like, this is as close to a Deus Ex movie well, that we're gonna get, and a good one at that. Well, that's why I said that that it's not like like these ideas have so, some of these ideas in the movie have been around for a while it's not like they're new or anything it's just the execution of yeah those ideas is like completely different level or completely different like angle on on the ideas so that it make it, it makes it feel so freaking different um i loved the ground just everything it. Just yeah, I could probably mumble for an hour on just like how they took or the, their ability to take something that is obviously futuristic, like past our time and like ground it in reality was just like, wow, mm -hmm. like it just felt so good because. Yeah, I just didn't expect it to be that grounded. Like, there's not many movies I can think of that are like, oh, this is basically a futuristic movie. But also, you're not going to question much because it's so grounded in reality that it hurts. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't it, know really how to articulate it because it's just, like I said, there's like still gas vehicles. Um, I think it's because you could kind of like see it you could kind of see the evolution of all this stuff it's like yeah weird cool awesome cars well teslas and other electric cars are making their way to that now so that's not far off oh an automated home well we're really not that far off from that because google can control basically anything you need it to now or alexa or siri so it's like you could it's like today's world is it, that movie is grounded in today's world almost because you can see the evolution line to today. Yeah. And it's not so far a stretch that like, you know, nobody was like raising their arm and like a, a full computer was on their arm or anything like that. It was like very grounded type ideas, except for the nano thing. That was a little much yeah that was um, kind of pushing pushing it a little bit but yeah. yeah it wasn't like somebody holding up their arm and like a rocket launcher coming yeah. out of their arm and someone doing fucking acrobatics right throwing shield blockers yeah, like nobody's uh, nobody's limbs with like michael bay fireworks yeah. going off in every direction right. and fucking laser swords and pew pew laser guns and jumping Some off roofs with jetpacks and flying through the sky it wasn't all that all this like crazy sci-fi uh nonsense. It was just everything yeah, that are you played out. Of Star Wars? You, you need to I, knew, I knew you were gonna feel dissed when I said <laughs> I laser swords. Yeah, it hurt. But it hurt Star, me just Star Wars laser is, swords. 
to me, even though I don't really keep up with it regularly, feels like either a home run or a complete strikeout these days. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But guess we'll save that podcast for another time. But um, yeah, like you were saying, it was just all the technology felt like it's already here. But what you're seeing on screen is just like the expanded crazy version of it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was just nice. It was just nice to see that, you know, that future made sense is, I guess, the easiest yeah. way to put it. There's fun details in there that, you know, that add rewatch value to it. Oh, yeah. Because it's fun to kind of immerse yourself in this uh, futuristic world yep. that's not too far down the road with very relatable, believable. Yeah futuristic things in and around the world that you can totally right. see or understand being there. But again, they're not diverting attention away from where you, you are invested in the story. They, they, those things just kind of are there in the background or they're used sparingly right. in order to, you get the fucking point. Yeah. But yeah. So it, yeah, basically no, no a, a movie about with, a guy whose wife gets murdered and he gets a, basically a second chance at life in the future where that second chance is possible. And of course he goes after, you know, revenge. It's the revenge story. Um, And in the end there is, I I wouldn't say the curveball is that you can't not the, not the him like living in a utopia world. But like the actual ending of the movie isn't like so obvious that it was kind of like, eh. um, it kind of hides itself a little bit until the end, obviously till right at the end. And I think that's why they put that curveball in there because uh, once like STEM is explaining what he wants, then it kind of feels like, oh, okay, it's the AI taking over the world. And it feels odd, but like they throw that curveball of the uf- like utopia for him in. And then it's kind of like, whoo, I'm kind of like satisfied with this because it's so out of left field. Um, and they kind but, of uh, played up that theme a little bit about that I find so interesting that the fake world's more comfortable right. than the real one. And right. so you got that little glimpse uh, I really dug when the, um, he visited that hacker's apartment and there yeah. were those people in there that had VR headsets on and they're just yeah. like and he's like why the fuck would these people want to do this all day and right. night spend their lives in there and she basically was like are you kidding why wouldn't they like right. look at you are, right. are you happy wouldn't you rather be living in there right and he was ultimately yeah and that's which is pretty which I, I don't know. Thinking back of the movie now, it's almost like a second watch type of movie because like, remember when he's like sleeping in bed and he like looks over and sees his wife and then he wakes up like trying to grab her arm on his, like that's complete foreshadowing to like stem attempting to like Mm. attempting to like, you know, make that change, but maybe he didn't get far enough or, you know, whatever, the reasoning behind it is, but like the foreshadowing for, for, for just kind of like his end basically being like a VR or a fake world is like all over the movie that I think now that I think about it, but like, it's just interesting that you don't see it coming 
mm-hmm. until the very like yeah. literally they explain it, it adds, to me. You're like, wow. It adds so many layers yeah. to the story. Because on one hand, you could say, oh, this is a movie about a guy that's wife gets killed and he gets paralyzed. Right. And so they put a chip in him and then he kicks everybody's ass to get revenge. Rah. Right. And that's the end. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but yeah, the Waluigi. Yeah. But it's like, no, there's there's a deeper level to it all and right. makes you ask yourself more interesting questions. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course we would all want to go kick the ass of somebody that like hurt our family. Right. But would you also do consider this or do this? Right. And once you start throwing AI into the mix, mixing it with the biology and minds and consciousnesses of, yeah. of human beings, then that starts posing really fucking interesting questions. Super interesting. And yeah, yeah it just kind of like, Gives you these little eye droplets along the way of that, but again, it keeps it keeps everything fucking focused, like super the whole time, tidy. Yeah, it, it's it, super neat in how it's like dragging you along. Yeah, you get to walk along a very nicely yeah. put together bridge with cool things to observe on both sides of the bridge yeah. and enjoy the journey. And then the ultimate destination is it just feels like it all tied up well and. It was right. a good payoff, and everything was solid. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, usually I I say solid for movies that are just like that was worth my time, but it wasn't the best thing I've ever yeah. seen. A bad movie to Matt is still a five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I look at that like a fifty percent on a test, right. except for like Hellraiser. You know, it's really good that we watch something really, really good after yeah. two Hellraiser movies in a row because we, we needed something that was. We needed something before we try. I wanted, Hellraiser I wanted to 3. watch something no, that was actually kidding. decent, and right. yeah, I would watch Hellraiser three. <laughs> I would watch it just to laugh. <laughs> but or cry. Um, yeah. So, I guess one question that I have, and then we can do the rating. Um, but, uh, in his situation, or if you were in a situation like that, where you were given the chance and the circumstance is not the same, like it's not going to take over your mind or body in the end, but like, do you think you would get one of those chips? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I could. Uh, I thought you were going to expand more on them, but I got a one-word no. answer. I mean, if, sure. If everybody's going to have them, and that's no. just kind of the way. What if you were like the first? Would you make that attempt? If you were going to like end up in a basically a worse situation than attempting it. Hmm. Interesting question. So, like, if you were a paraplegic and someone was like, "Hey, I can." Oh, if I was a paraplegic, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it, it did I thought you meant like, how many limbs do you have until you're like questioning to get it? I thought you meant if I was just like a regular dude. Okay, you have like one now, arm and one leg. And I get to have it put in me and it makes me like faster and stronger automatically. Right. That's kind of more of a toughie. I don't know. You don't think you'd I, do it? Uh, if you no. wouldn't, why not? Because I think I would lose the satisfaction of creating my own gains i would miss out on the journey of bettering myself wow damn like if i were if i did things that were physically exerting or whatever that i want to have like earned the ability to right fucking hike that mountain or deliver those groceries really goddamn fast right or whatever i'm doing i want that to be like my own 
merits and accomplishments that attributed to that, wow. not some chip. And I think that would just depress me over time. Like, oh, wow, I can like run and get the mail faster. Who do I have to hurry up for in, right. in this world? Like, I like, well, what I if it's not just... just making you faster? What if it like explain, ex like expands your mental capabilities, like in a way that you would want it to? No, maybe I it's don't. not, not anything like so broad that it's like it makes you stronger, better, faster. It's just no, like, I don't oh, no, with can... that. no, I don't think so. No, what about you? <laughs> w w why would you not? I, if it was like a proof, maybe okay, let me put it to you this way if it's not, it, let's say it's a proven product that has been around forever and it's just like super, super expensive and you won a drawing and like because you won this drawing you get the option to have it implanted and it's not that it makes you like super strong or super fast it just like aids you in just kind of like in the movie where it was like he's like oh i gotta get my fingerprints off but how, how am i gonna oh, okay. you know remember and it's like oh i have a log of it's, it's kind of like a limitless pill yeah so it's like just this ability to like retain information or recall information or um you know, maybe it's just easier to be you like you're not forgetting anything. And if you do, it's there to pick up the load. Hmm. I still don't think I would do it. Really? And why do you do you have a. I just a thought process or you just your gut reaction is no. I would just think if I still like if I wasn't happy about something or dissatisfied or disenchanted with my life in some way. I would probably tell myself I had this thing in me that was supposed to help me like this, not a crutch, but like I had two more arms or two more legs right. or, uh, I, I guess I would feel down about myself because even with the extra help of this oh thing gosh. i wasn't able to obtain what i what doesn't make you wanted. perfect well no it doesn't have to make me perfect that's so interesting that that's where your head goes it, like if i fail then i'll feel extra bad because i had help yeah well because it wasn't because it's supposed to be like this super high tech thing that's supposed to solve most of your problems right. and make certain things easy that are supposed to be difficult right and in a way and if i still wasn't able to obtain certain things that i wanted or thought i wanted or needed um i would probably feel worse about myself that i still wasn't able to obtain those things <laughs> even with the help of this fucking super chip thing oh my gosh even with a super advanced AI, you'd still find a way to beat yourself up over something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because what if it took that part of you away? It, Do you think that would be a good, good thing or a bad thing? If it took what away that like, if you had this thing implanted and you were like, okay, can you tweak it? So it takes my natural, like beating myself up ability away. Oh, Jesus. You're like, no, I like that about me. I like mulling over my hatred. I, I, I think more happiness and satisfaction and fulfillment can be obtained through a person's own will 
than can be done yeah, but with the aid of any sort of chip helping you along yeah okay well here, sort of here's my point even now. if it stonewalled certain to negative right. feelings well here, here's my point now you have one of those you carry it around in your pocket all the time regrettably and you choose to use that so this would just be a version of that planted in your head and it's not like it's going to be like attached to facebook and you're going to see facebook you know timeline scrolling in your I vision or not. nothing God, um facebook's about to get yeeted <laughs> but um i think i would do it i guess the, i would the, need more of like a specific just to aid you in spread in your yeah i guess my point is just to like aid in what you need done like whether it be like download a being able to or... like yeah or like i just want to be more at f efficient at like um i you know at a workflow and i'm just having a hard time for it and then you know it pops in your head it's like oh here's a suggestion and like you can listen to it or not or whatever that might be um or like yeah not to get not to go like super matrix it's not like gonna force your body into like learning kung fu or nothing but it's like you know like hey i i would love to learn mandarin and it's like okay you know here here are the mandarin basics and it just kind of like it's there and you don't ha really have to like do my i think I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat i think if it was like a proven system, especially for like language and stuff like that, that language is such a stupid barrier to me. Um, I can't really speak much about it because I never learned a second language. But man, if I if there was a way to take a pill and I could just understand any language I hear, I would do it in a heartbeat. Even if it took 10 years off my life, I'd do it. I, I seriously would because I feel like language barriers are just like so brutal um it's a natural like divider between people and i think it would just be more fun honestly to be able to like like you ever see those videos of the guy who speaks like perfect mandarin or like really like ridiculous dialects in china that like no one outside of the town knows and he'll like go into like a noodle shop and sit and they're like standing there talking about him you know picking on him because he's just like a white american guy and then he he orders in their language and they're all like the hell is this mm -hmm. like this is crazy but like immediately all the tension drops and they feel more respected because he can talk to them. Yeah. And it's like, man, if you, if I could do that, you know, if, if I had needed just a tiny little chip, well, who cares? What's that going to do to me? But you know, how was he able to speak this language? He studied it. Yeah. See, and he has the satisfaction of knowing that as he communicates yeah. his order to the person, uh, taking the order right that he worked for that right and the person that just has it downloaded you know they can stand there and be high and mighty about it yeah but you would find other but, ways to to find that satisfaction is my point just because one like it's like 
like you said, like if, if you're over there, like lifting weights and you put this chip in your head and then like all of a sudden it's like super easy to lift weights and you lose that satisfaction. Well, then you're going to find satisfaction in something that's like human nature. You're not just going to like, just, well, I've got nothing to satisfy my satisfaction. I'm going to sit down. Well, I don't know. Cause like the, the most satisfying things to me, at least like right now is just like getting things accomplished. So if that's doing a wedding edit and it turns out good and send it and they love it and they're happy, right? then I'm happy. If I had some kind of chip that was like, I have a suggestion that would have more of an emotional impact on the couple when they watch the video. And then I just followed that and got addicted to listening to that and put it together because of the chip, then sent it to them. And the couple's like, wow, this is awesome. Then I, would feel very diminished because I just it was done by something else. And same thing with lifting weights. Like if it see, this is the part of my head. the pain and I could do yeah. more reps. I wouldn't feel like I earned those biceps. I would feel yeah, like, but that would still be you. There was a crutch a decision to, do it. to do that though. That's the interesting, like my brain goes, Oh, if there's something in my head telling me something, then that's almost indistinguishable between uh, it's almost indistinguishable between your natural thought process and what would be like a computer generated one. You probably wouldn't know the difference is my point because like, but I would know the things in my head and it has the capabilities of doing that. That would be like living with me forever. If I was aware of it, then I would be like, Oh, was it the chip or was it me? Oh God. I, but my, my point is, is it would be indistinguishable. It's just like, what are thoughts right now to you? What are thoughts? Do you actually think them or do they pop in your head and pop out? You know what I mean? Well, however the fuck I got here was (laughs) by a natural means, just like everybody else. Right. Um, this is not going to, you know, we, we all play by the same rules. (laughs) We're all subjected to the same laws of physics. And uh, if I if I had some sort of uh, cheat code, it's not a cheat code. That's not you're thinking of it completely incorrect. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a cheat code. Well, one guy it. studied Mandarin, the other downloaded it. Yeah. What if you could? Uh, okay. Okay. Well, let's let's put it this way. What if it uh, aided you in studying by like? enhancing your memory capacity by 50%. Like it was just easier to memorize things or something like that. Do you still think you feel bad for accomplishing something? Look, I wouldn't have minded using that thing to get through some stupid ass tests in school Look, or whatever, or to get through dumb shit because wherever in life you encounter like really dumb shit, that's just a waste of fucking time. Right. I probably would let it slide on that stuff. But then I think, well, wait a minute. This painful bullshit that causes me so much misery is part of the process of breaking me down so that I could build myself back up. Right. So maybe this stupid bullshit that I don't want to deal with. See, here we go again. It's just like I would attribute every single goddamn thing I ever accomplished in my life to this chip aiding me to do it in some way. And then I wouldn't be able to give myself any credit for anything. But you do realize you're still making the decision to do it, to listen to the chip. This is where my head like separates would separate it. Even if there was something in your head that 
was giving you like alternate suggestions, you would still be the one making decisions. You would have to make the decision to do what that thing says. Just like you make the decision to do what that thought that just popped your head in. Well, see, then I'd be at a crossroads with every single thing in my life. Do I do what I want to do or what the chip wants to do? Yeah, but you like, yeah, but we do things in our lives because that idea pops in our head. Is that your idea? Well, it's in my head. It must be. See, that's that that's an actual like conversation because we don't really know where thoughts come from. It could be the ether behind you. As far as I know or can tell, it's from, you know, our experiences and encounters uh -huh. so far in this life mixed with uh, hereditariness. Hereditariness? Uh, can you mixed... describe hereditariness, please? I'm just kidding. Uh, I could. I'm just kidding. But uh, what was the question? <laughs> there was no question. Oh, look. Well, right. I was just saying we don't really know where thoughts come from. There's no like direct shot to like there's a door in your head that opens up and that's where all the thoughts come in and out of. It's like so if there were my point is is if there's a chip in there also um can you get a battery for this one? Might as well get three. Um my point is is that if there is a chip in your head in theory it, it, like like this movie probably did it an injustice, but like um like the neurolink that Elon's working on, like I would be very surprised if that thing is like in your head and just like talking to you. That doesn't make sense. What does make sense is like just a natural ability to like realize something is there. I don't you know, I don't know how it's gonna work. Who knows? Who knows how it's gonna work? You know what I mean? So, oh, there goes mine. Um, so that that's what I'm saying. If 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 there was an option, it, almost like this, like if you get your arm cut off, there's an option for a prosthetic arm, or you can just leave your nub there, and that's that. So, like. If you were having difficulties with something and Elon walked up to you and said, it's like what I said earlier, e e you know, someone's like, oh, I can't hear. And Elon's like, oh, I put this chip in your head and you can because the chip will take over that portion um, of the process like that kind of stuff. A hundred percent, I think, is doable and like. A no-brainer to me but i don't have those issues so it would be super easy for me to say that i would do that but if there was a don't go that far over because i'm lean um but um if there was a if there was a chip kind of like you said with limitless um if there was just something you could take that would give you some type of like advantage i feel like i would take it I feel like that's kind of like part of evolution. Like the ones that have taken advantage of their situations are the one that are that that are left. And that that might be like a harsh way to look at it, but um you know, just the, I don't know. See, for some reason it's not cheating. I have a little it's, bit more of a, an attraction to the limitless pill. Yeah. And because you can stop taking 
true. <laughs> uh, with that, I remember he describes in the movie that he wasn't having any new ideas put into his mind by the pill. Right. They were already ideas in his head that he now was able to obtain because he was right. clear. Right. And well, that's, see, a, that's, that's what I mean me, by this chip. It's not that it's like putting ideas in your head, but it's there for you to use. Cause that's what like this Neuralink thing I think is supposed to be like in long term, other than it possibly like fixing ailments or something like that. It's not like, you know, it's not like Google in your head, just chatting about turn left at the next turn, because that's what it thinks you want. It's more of like, you know, yeah. you using this tool, just like you use a phone. Well, I could definitely see myself getting on board with it. If something happened where like, let's say I had a stroke and right. then my mind was all fucked up Oh yeah, and I could get this thing and that would help. Right. Then sure. Then I could look past all that jabber I was saying earlier. Right. Um, or if I was paralyzed or lost use of one of my, in that way, then I'm down with it. You know, that's all well and good because, yeah. you know, life's too short to, to suffer this aggravated misfortune right. that was put upon you. But where it gets at me, where I'm not so down with it is like when it comes to aiding you in accomplishing or creating uh, or producing something right that's but it just depends how you look at it i guess like you said like if these things were already in your dna and yeah. you could find them somehow and it just sort of uh cleared the fog it just enhances your in order ability for you to, to do something yeah we could talk about it i just wondered it. i'd like to i find it interesting on people's opinions on it because like what kind of like what you just said, kind of like a little bit of a rebuttal, like everything we use is something that allows us to do or like get our ideas out. Like, it's just like you saying it feels super, you know, satisfactory to do a wedding edit or edit a video in general. And someone's like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. Well, we literally could not do that without computers. Right they used to do it back in the day by cutting film together. So we would be doing that, but that's also a tool to get our ideas out. So before that it's single frames. And then before that it's just drawings. And then before that it's, you know, whatever. So like evolution allows us to see that humans have always been pushing forward for the next thing to allow them to get their ideas out. So I guess my next question would be, do you see augmentation like this being the future of like human evolution? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. How far do you think it'll go? Like to the point where it's like a mind in a robot. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like it's basically oh, okay. no body parts at all anymore. Yeah. It's just a mind of someone just in a robotic scale, taking a mind and putting mm -hmm. it into an already built like bot machine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Super bot humanoid. Yeah. Uh, I suppose like that given would, enough time, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I suppose given enough time, that would be the end game of that. Uh, and for some, I guess that would be perfectly ideal. 
Right. And then you're always going to have people that are purists that won't want to get tangled up in it at all from the get go. But I, I think, you know, we're headed towards a time when uh, it'll be popular to have some sort of augmentation enhancement. Yeah. Whether that be in your eyes or in your brain or in your spine or yeah. wherever the hell it goes to help people with whatever. And I, I see it like all kinds of good things right. on this like list of pros and cons. Well, I see tons and tons of yeah. good things about it. Yeah. People that are sick or people that can't walk on their own or people that are born with these like stupid, unfair disabilities. Right. Um, or, or people that have some sort of mental handicap or whatever. Right. You, know, you, you could think up all day long, all the good reasons, but right. uh, I just think in our quest for paradise there, we're going to open a Pandora's box and just like anything, you know, there's balance. Yeah. And there's a good side and a bad side to all of it. And it'll be used for good reasons and bad reasons. And there'll be, uh, there'll be, uh, repercussions in some aspects. Right. And, uh, good aspects and others. I just, you can run wild with it, but I guess we'll yeah. see. Maybe we'll live long enough to see some of that. I'm sure. I hope so. The world's not getting any less interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right. So, Let's hop over to the rating sheet. Dun, 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 dun. All right. For those so, of you new to the podcast, we rate movies based on our categories made by us. <laughs> yeah. We judge these movies. We are semi qualified. With harsh <laughs> criticism based on sound and music. Right. Rewatchability, story, characters. The aspect of do we believe it? Which is like the universe that it was built in. Yeah. The universe that the movie builds for itself, the rules that it sets for itself. Does it obey those rules? Right. Does it stay within the parameters that it sets for itself? Yep. Um, and then finally, the creativity aspect, which if you watched our Hellraiser reviews, you would see that the only strong rating those movies was given in the creativity aspect yeah and was the only reason we're even considering watching hellraiser 3 it was that creative the first time so around. creative and it failed in a warped else. way yeah. but we're not talking about fucking hellraiser <laughs> today so we have up 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 upgrade so to be honest with you sound and music sound and music oh, we're gonna say we something else. no not really okay um sound and music is where we start um, if you want to go ahead and, and throw your score out, um, well, I'm just going to put mine down real quick. The sounds that jump out at me are the sounds of the AI mechanics, sort yeah. of the suggested sound of yeah. it moving his body around and it going, you know, yeah. and shit like that. Just a little stuff. Yeah, it sometimes it sounded like a little bit uh I'll change mine just a tad just a tad. Like they were using the same sound effect over and over and over again, but yeah. I mean is that a bad thing? Well not necessarily. If I guess it's still it's on the same thing. Sort of fucking makes sense sound, to be yeah. a different sound every single time. Right. Not really. So no fault there. 
Um, the music, it was kind of just like a, what was it? It was just basically like these two fucking noises yeah. that were. Right. It was just, it's Whatever. just an ambient yeah. track. And not a, not a bad one. It's just, no. but anybody could fucking do that. You know, get a keyboard, right. set it on setting 17 and hold this key and then that key. And that's what right. you got. Right. So, so it, what, what would fair. you, what would you throw at it? Um, I'll I'll give it a seven, and and some oh. of some of the kills, you know, with the sound effects done there and the fighting. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty solid. Those hits sounded good. Right. I'll give yeah. it a nice respectable seven. Yeah, I I give it a six just because I to me nothing stood out. Um, the sounds that you wanted to be there were there. Um, there wasn't anything that like made me super excited so i would just say it's just an above par um yeah, i'll give it an, a nice respectable seven rewatchability well i couldn't wait to rewatch it i'm gonna give it an eight yeah i'll give it an eight. Oh, copy <laughs> all right um story well just to touch on the rewatchability oh, okay. aspect well, I guess I would just say that because there was enough attention to detail and subtleness uh, throughout the... I'm just laughing because you're just staring at that screen like it's changing or something. Oh, all right. Sorry. Well, isn't that what it's locked on for the people watching? No. Oh, they can still see me? Yeah, I oh. have it on you right now. Okay, well... The reason that I uh, you don't have to be gave weird an eight about it. to re- <laughs> the reason I gave an eight to rewatchability, uh, just because it's a cool fucking movie, yeah. because it's not bogged down with a bunch of nonsense, and because it's interesting, it yeah. makes you ask interesting questions. It takes place in an interesting world. Yep, and I, what do you? What would you if you heard there was going to be an upgrade two? Would you be like they shouldn't be doing this, or I'm My happy to see where they go? Immediate reaction is they should not be doing this, unless it's unless the yeah I don't want to see another one. I really don't. Um, it's just nice at home because well yeah because it everything was resolved. Like what are you going to show now? You're going to show his body walking around like Terminator killing well, everybody? if there would be a sequel, I would rather it not involve this guy unless it was like really smartly d- right. done. Yeah, but what what are you going to do, though? It's like, yeah. <clears throat> like you get you a bunch of get... augmented fuckers running around and with killing chips each other. And uh, there's just... more stem <laughs> chips. It would have to be like upscale. Yeah. There'd have to be some really good ideas going on. See, it I could just, be done. It just, I just think it just would dumb. The way it, it would be down. done would be in a stupid ass yeah. studio way. It wouldn't be well, the same. <clears throat> well, he, here's my opinion on it. What would happen would be is because this, uh, we'll, we'll look at the IMDb then, but um, it would be done. I would hope this movie did really good. And what would happen is a bigger studio would pick it up for upgrade two and it would be done terribly. Yeah. So that's why I don't want it. I don't want even to hear anything about upgrade two. Yeah. Because this movie was enough for itself. It was done the right way, but we live in a world where things are usually done the wrong way. Right. And that's how this would be done. Yeah. So rewatchability for me is kind of like everything Matt said. Um, 
it was just a fun movie altogether, to be honest. And it uh, was, just because it was so different. It w- and did, it was a little funny. Like they tried to put some it was humor. a little goofy, of course. They, they put yeah. a little humor in it. Yeah. Not everything landed, but right. they tried to crack a few funnies throughout it. Right. Uh, you know, he'd have some fucking one liner, which a couple of the times I was like, would he say that? Right. But you know, it, it it was like I thought it was funny when he was hitting the guy in the head with the plates. Oh yeah, and he was and like, he was just like, oh my no, god, oh my god. Yeah. what am I yeah. doing? Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Funny. Yeah, it was good. Even the times where it felt like he stepped a little out of bounds, it was still wasn't like so far out of bounds that it was like, yeah, un, you know, it wasn't gross or anything like that. Like right. it just felt like oh, it dropped a point for me. Yeah. Um, story. Story. Go ahead with that one. <sighs> oh wow, you tired? Kinda. I will give the story an eight. Wow, really high. Because I love that it stayed in its fucking lane. Yeah. And it didn't bog itself. To, it's it's right at home at what it was like a hundred minutes. Sure. So. I don't know. I don't remember. I appreciate I a movie that doesn't overstep, that doesn't try to bog you down with a whole bunch of nonsense that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Every single scene that happened in this movie felt like it was paced right. Yep. Move the plot along, get you to the next thing. You're invested pretty much throughout it. I did I didn't feel the urge to pick up my phone and fuck around on Facebook. Right. I wanted to watch the movie because it was good and it stayed good. Right. And look, the story wasn't anything like, oh my God, this is the next greatest whatever. It was right. It was simple, but it took place in a, in a interesting world that incorporated interesting elements and pose interesting questions, as I've said, probably a, like five he, or six times. Here's a pretty funny little uh, IMDb comment or review. Cheap genre filmmaking done right. And then right here, basically what you said. <laughs> yeah, some of the one-liner dialogue is delivered by Logan Marshall Green feels a little bit forced. And the plot, plot isn't exactly clever or unique, but damn it, it all works. Yeah, if it tried and to it be And it makes more... its own beautiful alchemy which I'm a sucker for. Yeah. See if it tried to be more right than a RoboCop death wish movie, then it would, it would have lost its fun an hour and 40 minutes. See, you can just pop this in when your brain is operating at about 2% capacity that day and still enjoy it and follow it. Yeah. Cause it just holds your hands and walks along. It's not all this fucking corporate espionage. Let's exchange file folders and right. look at classified documents yep. and talk about all these stupid so, stuff. The budget was five million, and then the gross worldwide sales were uh, just below seventeen million. So it did a good job. It did fine. Got enough money to make that sequel? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, we don't want to see it. So characters. Now, th- this one. So similar to the story. Uh, didn't step too too far outside the boundaries, but I didn't. A little sex. But 
see the story although the story stayed in its lane and was easy to follow while still being interesting and fun at the same time yeah the characters although they too stayed in their lane they didn't pack quite as much a punch yeah as the uh the story and the world building yeah and the questions they were asking they, they were all like serviceable serviceable characters right. to, to hang everything on right and i thought um they were uh they were they were on par yep so i would give it a seven for the characters well that is a weird i thought thing. the uh say a weird thing you said on par i'll give it a seven which is oh. a little high for par but that's fine well, we didn't <laughs> just pick talk up. about what the fuck par was par would be your average um well, yeah, extent, we, we have guess, different but, ways we scale these um, numbers in our heads, but yeah. I thought you're the, like I loved this movie. I'll give it a two. I thought the the main guy. I was happy that he was the main guy. Yeah. It and nobody in this movie was really a well known. I didn't really recognize anybody. No, I don't think there is. I'd any. seen the mustache guy somewhere else before. I think he was like a fucking mustache twirling asshole and whatever that was too. <laughs> but. One trick pony that a guy. <laughs> it's a good trick though. Yeah. But yeah, nobody knocked my socks off in the character department so much. They just did their jobs well. Right. Uh Benedict Hardy. Yeah, he looks like a Benedict. What else was this fucker in? Oh, the invisible man. Oh, I don't know who Captain Dan. The Invisible Man is a made by the same fellow yeah. that did upgrade. And Invisible Man's great. I just can't think of... Uh... That's another one that I, I've only seen once right after it came out, and I've been wanting to watch it again. Huh. Um, that, that'd be an interesting one to talk about for sure. The Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can watch it. But uh, He's been in quite a bit of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's getting regular paychecks for acting roles for sure. But like you were saying about the detective, you know, nobody interesting. Yeah. She just kind of. She did. She put you on alert yeah. mode like, uh oh, she did her job is basically the easiest. Yeah, way to he's say going it. after the uh, the baddie. So someone's got to be going after him while he's going after them. Right. Um, do you believe it? All right. Well, because this film had such a tall order of. <laughs> making itself believable in a lot of situations that you would think of as unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, a night. Wow. Look at you. Well, I'll, I'll do, I'll just do this just for the heck of it. So I, so I'll while give it he's, a nine. Okay. That's what, I, that's what my gut reaction. I don't want to give it a 10 because a 10 is just like one of those things where I don't think anything can be a 10. Or if it's a 10, my, like it really has to blow me away. This didn't do, I wouldn't say this like blew me away to the, to the extent that like, I'm never going to see a movie that does this again. So that's why I'll give it a 9.5, but like, man, they couldn't have done much more different to make it better. Mm. Like they just, they just nailed me believing in this universe. Yeah. Um, the only like I kind of said before, there was just like a couple character things that were a little goofy that were just kind of like, all right, but um, 
that's like with every movie it's not this one specific but um yeah i just believed it there was no reason for you not to like we mumbled and grumbled on for probably 40 minutes Mm -hmm. it was so grounded and so believable in that aspect yeah it's like we kept looking for it like where's the part of this that's going to be not so believable but no the uh Again, it stayed within its bounds that it established for itself. Oh, yeah. And when you're talking about futuristic movies and guns in people's arms and chips in people's heads, yep. you know, things can get pretty unbelievable pretty fast. But the fact that it had the ability to do it and execute it in such a way. Right. Where yeah, that was, that was really impressive in that regard. So a nine and a nine point five, yeah, well deserved, very well deserved. And I, that might be the highest score in any category. For do you believe it? For do you believe it? Especially do you believe it? Yeah, and this would not have been the movie though. Yeah, initially, but just by hearing the yeah. synopsis, you would have thought. So go ahead and let let us know what your creativity is. Uh I'm going to give creativity. I'm going to give it an eight. Go on. Uh, I don't really know what to say much more than the camera work was just really cool to watch as it, the camera felt like it was in sync with the AI and its movements at times. And then, and that's just in terms of camera work. And and then speaking for all the other camera shots, it was just adequately and competently made and well thought out and well cared for. Yep. Um, Didn't do anything to make me like, you know, melt in my chair, but right. (laughs) That I would give it like a nine or a 10, but just, just like a very respectable. It's just, just such a fucking well-rounded in all categories movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and gave it. Ooh, wrong screen. Uh, gave it an eight as well. Um, because kind of like I said before, um, these ideas aren't necessarily new. It was just the execution of those ideas was just. <sighs> like top notch. And that's why to me, the, do you believe it is 9.5? Um, because I feel like kind of like what you said, what did you say? It's Blum studios, uh, Blumhouse, Blumhouse. That's right. Um, if like any other studio was like, had a hold of this, I don't think I would have believed it correctly. Um, but the execution was like top notch. That's why I believe it. Um, but yeah, the ideas have been around. It's not like they're brand new ideas. So the creativity super high in taking ideas that we already know or have heard and then presenting them in a way that it just feels cool and ground, you know, cool, grounded, new ish, but just, they made so much sense in this form. Um, and that's why it's not really any lower, any higher, because it's, you know, it's taking something old and, or, you know, 
it's not necessarily Doing new by itself, but it. yeah. Um, so my score 7.4, Matt's score 7.8, with a total score of 7.6 stars out of 10. So this is very much in our realm of yeah. the kind of movies we enjoy and look for. This is one of the higher rated movies we've done. That's for sure. Um, so 7.6, I would totally watch this again, kind of like the score show. Um, I would suggest this to anybody who likes any type of action or kind of like thinker movies. I wouldn't say this is thriller by any means. Um, but if you like action and like a, a thinker type of movie, yeah. possibly. Um, and I would say it's simple thinker. It's not like kind of yeah. like what you said earlier. You, you don't have to like put your thinking hat on to like understand it. Right. But um, I think some people would call fun this in like that a way. science fiction movie. But oh, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's 100%. really like not that far off right. from being fiction because it feels so like this could be tomorrow we're going to wake right. up and we're going to be 50 and right. this is going to be the world. This is just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was brilliant. It, it was well-rounded in all categories while exceeding in a few. Right. So and got any last it, words? Well, it's just well worth your time. If you're still here and, <sighs> uh, and we, uh, Gave a few spoilers, but you know, never mind that. You, we haven't spoiled everything. No, Not, it's still fun to watch, even if you've listened to ha- yeah. all of this. Yeah, and and it's so like some a lot of this shit's like so ambiguous the way we describe it. Like you know, yeah, it's, you'll have your own interpretation. Yeah, it's of it, through so. our lenses, so just remember that because uh, our lenses are crooked and weird to begin with. But mm. um, and saying all that. We will say good night to everyone. Good night. Like always, please comment and subscribe and send us money so we can do this forever and ever and ever. And in saying all of that, everyone have a great night. And uh, we will see you next time, Don't I guess. to upgrade yourselves. Goodbye. Every day. Yeah, man, it's right. You know, freaking. Uh, well, what's this? I'm gonna have to have one. You're so. 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 You